Hello, and welcome to Crimax. For those just joining us, my name is Coraline, and I'm joined by the lovely boss, Miss Sexyface. I'm the boss? Heck yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh yeah. When it comes to the podcast, she does all the research. I'm just here for the lols. But what this podcast is, is here we discuss, well, crime, I would say, wouldn't you? It's kind of the name of the thing, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And I would like to formally welcome you all to the new year. Hopefully, 2021 is not an onslaught like 2020 was. So anyways, my job is to provide fun, whimsical facts to get your mind going before my lady next to me blows it away. Woo! So now I'm going to turn it over to Miss Sexy for the synopsis. Miss Sexy. That's not my name, but I'll take it. Hi, so today we're talking about the disappearance and mysterious death of the Jameson family. I don't actually have like a, this is exactly what happened to them, kind of thing for it. It's kind of a mystery. So we're gonna discuss that today and hopefully go over some theories as well as what you think happened. Sounds fantastic. So I decided that for the new year, I'm gonna change up how I do my facts. Instead of the fun, cute animal facts that my girl seems to think is kind of gruesome and gross at times. I want gruesome, but I want like gruesome, not just like ugly animals. No underwater spiders? No, it's disgusting. I don't want that. (laughs) All right, all right. But I'm going to change it up to also include any general facts. Murder, murder, murder. (laughs) Actually, they're going to be even more random and kind of really, just really quirky some of the times. So with this one, I am going to do one animal fact, and that's going to be that, for those of us that don't know, our friend the armadillo. Uh, I told this to my lady here actually a couple nights ago, and it completely blew her mind. I don't believe you, but I refuse to Google it because I'm sensitive. Armadillos, their hide and their skin is so tough that a regular handgun, such as like a 9mm or something like that, being shot at them, even almost at point-blank range, will bounce right off of them. They essentially are bulletproof. So unless you just have a heavy gauge weapon or armor piercing rounds, you're not really going to do much to them. (laughs) Armor piercing. Yeah. Pretty much. What's your other fact? For those that have ever heard the statement that, you know, that is a butt-ton of something. But for what some of you might not know, is that a butt ton is an actual unit of measurement. It's known as the butt. One butt is equal to roughly 126 US gallons. It's fun. It's amazing. It's hilarious. I don't have anything for that. No one ever does. No one ever has anything for the butt. I mean, I got a lot of butt myself, so. Yeah, you do. I love it. <laughs> it's great. A butt ton of butt. <laughs> One of the best features about you. Well, Along thanks. Along with your soul. Oh, my soul's tainted. My personality is also tainted. Um, But are you ready to get today's case? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So today we're talking about the disappearance and mysterious stuffs of the Jameson family. They are from Eufaula, Oklahoma, which is a really weird name for a town, but, you know, is what it is. The family members were Bobby, who was 44, Sherilyn, who was 40, and their daughter, Madison, who was six years old. They spell Madison with a Y instead of an I, which I think is odd. Gross. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Oh, yeah. 
But I mean, her name was Sherilyn with a Y, so maybe like they all wanted, they all wanted a Y's in their name. I don't know. It was weird. That's what I thought. But their disappearance took place on October 8th of 2009 near Red Oak, Oklahoma. They were there looking at a plot of land they were going to buy. They actually had like a storage container thing. You know, like the tiny home movement where everybody's like, little houses. And they like, they make them out of the storage units and stuff. Yes, I watch shows like that on Netflix. Some of them are actually pretty dope. Oh my God, they're so cool, right? I just think about it be really cold on the inside, like lack of insulation. I don't know. Not really. You put a good uh, iron stove or heater in that. Yeah, apparently you can get one of the shipping containers for, like, really cheap, too. But they have one of those in their, like, front yard now, like, where they were living currently. And they were going to move it into a plot of land they were going to buy. Just, like, live in that. Like, you know, they love the outdoors and off-the-grid kind of living. Yeah, but see, the only thing is I wouldn't be able to do it if I had kids. Why? What does that have to do with the storage thing? Not enough room and there's not thick enough walls. You can stack them. Okay, yeah, maybe. They say you can stack them and then, like, cut the hole out of the bottom of the one of the floors? Yeah, but the last thing I need is, you know, a kid be, like, coming down and then all of a sudden just boom. That's not how that works. You can build a normal staircase, but, uh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. What is wrong with you? You think of things so impractically. But they were had a storage unit they had in their front yard, and they were going to live in that once they found a plot of land they liked the outdoors and they didn't want to be around a ton of people so that's what they had planned so all we know of on october 8th 2009 that they were going to see this plot of property and we actually have their footage of their home cameras they had a cameras of their home bought by sherilyn's mom that caught them prepping for the day now this is a little bit weird they Okay, I'm going to go ahead and be honest. Everyone talks about, everything I researched talks about how they were in a trance like state loading the car because they weren't talking to each other when they were packing the car up. I think you're packing the car. Why do you you need to talk to each other? Like, they weren't talking to each other, just packing the car, walking past each other, not acknowledging each other. If I'm packing the car, I'm trying to go somewhere. I don't need to, like, hi, hi, every time I pass somebody. Oh, yeah. But, you know, normies. I mean, everybody wants to make everything sketchy. And it's they're like, they look such like zombies. But it's one of like stop motion cameras. It's not even a smooth picture. So I don't know how you can tell. But there is actually something noticeably weird about the footage. Like, I don't believe them not talking to each other or, you know, being in a zombie-like strance has anything to do with it. But they did pack things from the house to the truck. And then they would like bring some of the stuff back into the house. I feel like that's weird. You wouldn't bring out what you didn't need. So that was kind of odd, and they, at one point they changed their clothes during the footage. Yeah, okay, yeah, at that point, that's kind of weird. I would just think that, um, I mean, without seeing the footage, I wouldn't know, but like if you're starting to unpack stuff, maybe it's just, you know, stuff that they realize, hey, we don't have room, so we need to actually, you know, not take some stuff. So let's throw some stuff back. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of odd, though. You wouldn't but, bring it outside if you didn't need it, because they're only going for the day they were coming back that night. Oh, then, then I don't need yeah, it's weird. And there was also a suitcase, a brown suitcase packed into the truck that was never recovered. So I don't know what that's about. But honestly, everyone, like, we go over this footage all the time and, like, everything I've seen. And they're like, oh, they look like zombies. They weren't talking to each other. I don't think that's weird, personally. Now, when everyone else tells this story, they kind of just be like, this is what happened. They disappeared. And then they bring up, like, personal things about the family. I'm going to do it through the story because I feel like it's more relevant that way. I don't know why everybody avoids the bad stuff. Everyone likes to say the good stuff and never the bad stuff. But... Sherilyn was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and Bobby had developed a little bit of a dependence on painkillers due to a back injury from like a serious, serious car wreck. And they both were suffering from depression at this time. Apparently there was a lot of fighting going on in the relationship and they were unhappy. But I mean, 
I don't feel like any of those things are abnormal at all. They were both also on disability at the time that this took place. They didn't have a ton of money, but they were still looking at buying a plot of land. So clearly they had a little money. Yeah, some things don't quite add up. Yeah, but like, how expensive is Oklahoma land? I feel like that's not that expensive. Um, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I only know about Tennessee, South Carolina. I personally believe Tennessee is a cursed place. I wouldn't know, but I know their land is stupid cheap. Well, yeah. Who wants to live in the cold? Heck, it's cheaper than PA. That's for sure. That's another one I could tell Why do you say PA? Just say Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. (laughs) So much easier. Who does that? Because it's so long. Yeah, I say North Carolina. I don't say NC. I'm pretty sure Pennsylvania is actually longer than saying North Carolina. I don't know. I wouldn't say that in abbreviation form. That's weird to say, but anyways, she had bipolar disorder and he was depressed with some dependency on uh, not brain killers, painkillers because of a back injury. Now, eight days after they went missing is when they were officially reported missing. And they also had their pickup truck found in a weird location near Red Rock, like we discussed they were going to. And inside their car, inside their pickup truck, was their dog, Maisie. She had been stuck in there for eight days. She was, like, starving. Oh, man. I mean, that's where I would want to live. Like, I would want to live in a place that's so remote that, you know, if you go missing, nobody knows for, like, a whole week. That's great. Until you're decaying somewhere and someone's, like, finding your body in a old person home. That's fine. I don't care about that. But the privacy would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, I don't need anybody helping my business and stuff. I hate, like, hearing kids playing outside and stuff, like, screaming at the top of their lungs. Like, I don't want to live in a neighborhood hearing someone else's kids. That that doesn't necessarily bother me. It bothers me. I work at home. They're just kids screaming, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I would get it it at that point. (laughs) Like, if I knew them, it'd be different, but I don't know these kids. (laughs) But anyways, the dog Maisie was inside the truck locked in there starving, which I feel like is a really bad sign, you know? People love their animals more than other people. Yeah. Like, I, I love you, babe, but, like, if it was you and Azri, I don't know. Where was it found? Like, was it just on the side of the road? Was it yeah. at a, a place? It was off the side of the road. Mm. Did the vehicle work? Yeah, the vehicle was fine. Mm. And the dog was still inside. Also found inside was their wallets with their IDs inside, their cell phones, as well as the GPS device for the vehicle. So in case they got lost, they could take it with them, of course. Mm. As well as, hear me out, $32,000 in cash. Nice. They didn't have that much money. No, they didn't carry. Yeah, and they were did not. They were not known to carry cash. This was really weird. No one knows where this money came from. So well, that's going to be a really big thing when we talk about like theories and stuff. Now, of course, when the cops found their IDs and phones and everything, first thing they suspected is drugs. Apparently, that part of Oklahoma is known for meth. So, like, I don't know. They automatically assumed it was like a drug deal gone wrong. Well, if you know anything from Breaking Bad, I know a lot about Breaking Bad. You can make thirty-two G relatively easily and fast. Yes. However, if it was a drug deal gone bad, they would have taken the money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, my first thought was, you know, if they were at like a, you know, near a stop or something, maybe they all, you know, had to pee and then just got kidnapped. But would you take your but, six-year-old daughter to but, get a drug deal? You never know. People are crazy. I mean, like, I feel people, like you're about people, to go. People do. Know. People have drug meth or drug labs in the house with kids. Messing the kids up. It's horrible. I know, but I'm just saying, if you're going to do a $32,000 drug deal, why are you bringing your child? And they didn't take the money. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, clearly something happened between them stopping and, you know, 
whatever. Yeah, but I mean, I think drug being suspected the first thing was just seemed like an easy get out of jail free card. Now, the truck was also missing Sherilyn's 22 gun. She always kept it in the vehicle, but it wasn't found in anywhere in the vehicle or in their home. And there was also a 11 page handwritten letter from Sherilyn written to her husband inside the truck where it called him like a monster and a toxic person. She wrote 11 pages of hate to her husband and brought it with her on this trip. At that point, I'd have to say she's the toxic one. Honestly, 11 pages. That's messed up. 11 pages. It's in text. I have hand issues as it is. I could never. <laughs> and you know what? If you have 11 pages of stuff to say about him, just divorce him. Right. Or like, you know, tell it to his face, I guess. But she did suffer from bipolar disorder, so maybe she was just trying to get this out while she was going through something. But 11 pages. I wouldn't, re I wouldn't be able to read it. Why'd she bring it with her? I don't know. Isn't it a weird thing to keep in the truck when you're going on like this little family excursion? It's weird. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. So up until this point when I heard the story and I was kind of just like right here, we didn't know about her bipolar disorder or anything. I was like, mm, she killed him. You know? That's what I thought right off the bat. Yeah, but why? I mean... Then where did they go? Why didn't they take the truck? Why didn't they take the dog? I know why they don't take the dog. <laughs> Unless someone else took them and didn't care about the dog. I mean, that's all I could Also, the dog is okay. The dog recovered. So a search ensued after they found the vehicle about a five mile radius around the area that the truck was discovered and they covered no evidence. The searches did not last too long because black powder hunting season started soon and other people would be in the area contaminating the scene. So they did all their quick searches first and then kind of clear the scene relatively quickly. I feel like that's a really weird reason to not block off a crime scene. Yeah, they would have shut the area down for the scene. Yeah, I think so. However, I'm not gonna put any, you know what, that sounds really bad. I'm not gonna put any blame on the really hot cop. So there is, if you watch the Disappeared episode especially, he does interviews, you guys. His name is Israel Boochamp, you can Google it. Oh my God, he is gorgeous. He has like the most giant tattooed arms. He's got a great jawline, a little bit of kind of gray, stubbly going on like he's sexy i showed you a picture of where we started i'm pretty sure he was former Ooh. military Ooh, i don't care what he was oh my god he's so hot <laughs> i don't like people named israel though they scare me and you know what it sounds bad but it's only because israel keys and you don't know who israel keys is nope. but he is literally the most dangerous human being i've ever heard of oh baby you what? have a lot to learn about me oh shut up <laughs> <laughs> what when i go sleep with this israel <laughs> Sheriff dude. <laughs> yeah, that's your thing. Oh, it's my thing, babe. I have a thing for arms. You know this. It's like my number one thing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> You've stated this many times. I know. I love arms. I saw him and I was like, <gasps> dying. He didn't even wear like a cop outfit in any of his interviews. He wore like the tightest shirt he possibly could bulging out of it. He, he basically looked like a, uh, what was it? Like a, uh, not a game warden, but like a. A park ranger? Yeah, he looked like a park ranger. I don't know. He looked hot. I mean, I would get lost in that park in a second if he was a park ranger. Come help me. I'm going to climb up a tree. <laughs> Come get me. <laughs> Someone just calls you. Your woman's doing it again. I'm like, what? <laughs> I won't tell her this time. Shoot her with a train. Hey! I would never betray you. But let me have my little fantasy about this cop. I don't care. You all the fantasies you want. But anyways, now down to the bad stuff, okay? They were missing. No one had any trace of where the family was, even after being searched and there's no evidence in the area. 
But on November 16, 2013, four years after the family went missing, a pair of hunters found the skeletal remains as well as scraps of clothing and some shoes, um, bone fragments and stuff, and reported it to the police. So hunters had found the skeletal remains of all three members of the Jameson family. They were found only three miles from where the vehicle was found originally, so that was a pretty shabby search they did originally. I'm sorry, hot cop dude. I'm sorry, man, but three miles, you couldn't find these bodies. Four years earlier? Yeah, at that point, I mean, the, the, if they had brought hounds, they, they would have found them. Without yeah. a problem. Well, if they knew they were looking for bodies, they could have thought they ran away or like got lost in the woods, maybe? I'm not sure. Doesn't matter. if, if as, as long as it was within, you said, what, when was the first initial search? Within the first couple of days? Eight days after they went missing. Mm-hmm. That's when they found their vehicle that point okay yeah i mean they loved the outdoors people didn't really know they were missing at first so but you said when did they find the bodies how long after four years oh years okay i thought you said four months i'm trying to think uh decay rate that doesn't matter four years it was skeletal okay yeah without their elements it was really skeletal they couldn't even find a cause of death on the bodies there was a small hole in the skull of bobby but it wasn't determined to be specifically a gunshot when it could have been we don't really know the other two had no physical damage on them madison and Sherilyn, so we have no cause of death for either of those if you want to suspect a bobby was shot with a gun i mean we don't know is a very small caliber well that was just the gun that was missing it doesn't mean that's the one oh, she got shot with there was also no gun found on the scene which is suspicious to me they were identified using anthropological pathology to be determined and identified as the Jameson family. And the bodies were all together, side by side, and laying face down. That's all the information I have for you. I got a bunch of theories, though. So anthropological means they probably took dental imprints. Or bone marrow. Yeah, or bone marrow. Um, laying face down definitely sounds more like they were Execution? executed. Yeah. Or at least killed and then placed that way. Right. But they killed a six-year-old if they killed her. They killed them, you know? That's rough. And there was no signs of physical damage on them other than like the one little hole in Bobby's skull, which could have been honestly from animals or anything because um, it wasn't like a solid hole like a gunshot wound. Yeah, uh, I highly doubt it was an animal. It could have been anything. Someone could have stepped on the bones, you know, hunting or something. It, yeah, but that would have, that would have, that would crush. It wouldn't cause it could have been a rock. tiny hole. Could have been a rock. That still would have caused different fragmentation. Okay, well, if he got shot, what happened to the other two? That I couldn't tell you. Okay, so I have a couple of theories as, you know, there's a ton of theories in this case, obviously, because it doesn't make any sense. Why are they acting weird? Where'd the money come from? Why was the dog left in the car? I really want to know where the dog was left in the car. Uh, well, I mean, I would definitely say someone like that. I, I would think that they were taken in some way. But um, why? Don't know. Um, I mean... To an extent, I can almost, you know, want to try and believe it honestly had nothing to do with where the money might have come from. Because obviously, if the person, it was, if it was about the money, they would have went back and got the money. Exactly. Um, where the, the money dog, come from? The dog obviously had nothing to do with it. And it's just, why have a dog? If, I mean, if you're going out to, to kill a family. Well, see, I, I keep expecting, like, with the 11-page letter and the gun missing and... I just, I thought it was Sherilyn. Uh, like, a lot of people thought it was Sherilyn, probably killed them. And then killed herself. But you can't hide your own body. You can't hide the gun you shot yourself with if you shot yourself. Yeah. You know? Like, you can't, I mean, you're going to find the weapon of choice. Unless she poisoned herself. Holy crap, I never thought I about it. that. I doubt it. Um, you don't know, though. You don't know. No, because that still would leave a mark. Because I was thinking, even even if you used a good stick or a log, but still, you would find... What are you doing with a stick? 
Uh, with, with a stick or if you find a big enough one, I mean, you could stab, you could, you know, bludgeon, things like that. But there that would be would, marks. Yeah, and you would probably find it still inside the skeleton? No. Upside down, though. They're faced upside down, though. That depends, actually, because depending on if it was just a skeleton, they still could have gotten stabbed if they got stabbed in the stomach or, like, it hit but, the vital organs, but, you know, it didn't miss the rib or miss the ribs and everything. There wouldn't be a mark on the skeleton. Yeah, that's true, but they're laying, like, face down into the dirt. Would you? She, she could have placed them that way because she didn't want to see their faces. Because, honestly, But is she going to do that to herself? How is she going to kill herself, then? You get on your knees and... But you would find the knife. yourself. Um, no, it could not have been a knife. It could have been a stick. Like I said, you just stab yourself and then pull it out. And then just fall face forward. I don't know about that. Either way... Um, it more likely they're murdered than that. If it was that. somebody that they didn't know, like a, a stranger or something like that, that... You know, didn't care about them. Either way, an execution style for the most part, if they're going to lay them out, because, you know, they could have just, you know, made them. I mean, the only way to fall forward is to do an execution style with them on their knees facing away from you, right? Um, so that's one, you know, one way. If somebody did, you know, execute them and did that, they just let them fall forward. If the wife, uh, if you want to go the wife theory, mm -hmm. um, she killed them. But wouldn't she kill the dog too? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I think if you're going to kill your own child, you'd probably kill the dog. Not necessarily. Again, she has no beef with the dog. Does she have beef with her six-year-old? She. You already said she was bipolar. It, sometimes something like that can affect you really bad. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is um, she could have killed her family and then just a part of her, you know, because she has emotional ties, she didn't want to see them. So she flipped them over to make it more... But then she had to flip herself to over. To make it not personal. Well, I already, I already explained that. It's weird, though. I don't think... I know. No one's going to think a stick's going to kill you. I'm just saying. it. It's it, possible. If you hit a vital organ. Like I said, anything on the center line of your body is going to be a kill shot. So she could have, you know, from the sternum down, it's, it is it is vital organs, but there's no bones. I don't so, know. It feels like a long death to stab yourself with a stick. I know. I know, but hey, for all you, you just killed your entire family and then out of nowhere, you know, because of the bipolar stuff, you flip and now you're just completely guilty and whatever, you can't handle it, you kill yourself. It's really weird because that wouldn't be how most women go out normally. It's, no. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying that's, they could be done. It could be done. Okay. So it would say she was a victim, not doing I would say more so that somebody yeah. else did it. Yeah, so let's go with some theories that are really weird, but people love to discuss about this case because honestly, who doesn't have a theory? I, I always thought it was like that, but like, I don't know. Does it- Why is the dog left behind? Does it ever say anything about the state of the car? Like was anything, did it look like anyone was rummaging? Yeah, no, there was no rummaging, it was fine. No- They were still sitting in their normal no places. No skid marks or anything nope, where somebody forced them off the road and it was just happened to be a coincidence. No, it was parked normally. The only thing that was disrupted in the car was something the dog knocked over in the seats. So. That's now, it, it could have been that somebody decided to, you know, they had to stop. Somebody had to pee or something, use the restroom, couldn't wait. One of the, one of the you know, males um, got out of the car, went down. There's only one male. Okay. Well, I, I do this all the time, honestly. If it's late at night and I got to use the restroom, I'll pull over on the shoulder and walk way down into the banks or whatever and just use the restroom. But um, it could be that, you know, the father had to go, couldn't wait or something, got out. And then just so happens that somebody came by and decided, hey, this is what's going to happen. We're, we're, we're going we're to kill something or whatever. Okay. Now they've got the father. Well, now they go get, you know, they use him as leverage to get the rest of the family to, to go with them. 
family just, you know, leaves the dog in the car, you know, whatever. So that way, you know, the guy has no tie. He doesn't know about the money. He doesn't, okay. you know, whatever. Um, and then they take, he takes him into the woods and for just whatever reason, it's just a Ooh, wrong, hear uh, me wrong, out. Or, uh, wrong place, wrong time. Hear me out. He goes to pee, right? He said, right? And they kidnap the two, the woman and the child in the car. And then like, oh, the man comes back. They're like, oh crap, let me kill him real quick. Just shoot him. And they all bury him together. He's, cause he's the only one with damage. You said the boy was. The father? Oh, you said the father? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. For some reason, they said there was a little boy. It's a little girl. It's a little girl? Okay. So it was the father was the only one. With the damage. So, like, what if he saw them getting kidnapped, freaked out, they shot him, and then they just buried him all together? Yeah. They could have strangled the woman and child. But having, you know, they said it's just a small little hole. Still, well, you know what? Yeah. With it that decayed and stuff, if he got shot. It could have been something small, like a handgun. Well, what I'm saying is, if it's something small like a handgun, and it's just one little hole, meaning there's no exit wound, mm-hmm. or something like that, the bullet would have still been there. Well, um, I don't know if there was an exit wound. They didn't give too much information on the autopsy. Well, whether it... Because a small enough handgun that just causes, like, say, a twenty two, um, Very small. Yeah, it doesn't really... Unless you're point-blank range, I mean, it's really hard to go through you a... Could- they could have pressed it against the head. Well, what I'm saying is, unless it's point blank range, it's really hard to go through a skull. So at point blank range, you depends. might you might go through the skull, but you're not going to go through the skull through the brain. That depends on the angle, though. That depends on the angle. What if they shoot it down and it goes to the bottom of your jaw? You can get through there. Well, on the top of your skull is your crown. That's really weird. no. I'm saying they shoot you through the mouth and you get shot down, and it shoots through your back, your whatever. Well, either either way, they. they either at that point, then they just did sloppy work, or what? You would still find them. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But again, it's can't be one hundred percent ruled out. Okay, so let's talk about the main theories here on the case, other than the fact that our own speculation, which I do always appreciate. So, Bobby, the father in the family, had filed a petition against his own father, Bobby Senior, about six months before the family's disappearance. Bobby claimed that his father had threatened to kill him a bunch of times. He had hit him with a vehicle on purpose in two thousand and eight. They went missing in two thousand nine. And that his father was involved in a lot of shady dealings like gangs, prostitutes, Mexican mafia, and the meth business. God bless. Yeah. He said, like, he's trying to kill me. He's doing all this shady stuff. He hit me with a car. And, and he they filed, never caught him? They filed a thing against him in, like, a, a protection order. Yeah. Um, Man, police are horrible. <laughs> you can file a pl- protection order. Um, it's hard to do it in Florida, apparently. Well, what I'm saying is, I mean, if he... You know, told him he's running a meth lab and all this stuff. I mean... He said he had dealings with meth. He didn't say he made meth. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, still, he had dealings with meth. And, you know, let's say, if you're going to rat somebody out for having dealings with meth and everything... Don't bring up prostitutes. No. Oh. Have proof. Because the cops aren't going to do anything because they need proof. So, I mean, if you're going to be like, oh, he is dealing with meth, cops are like... Well, if you're just trying to file a protection order, it's not... You don't need the most proof in the world. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he no, did, yeah, I'm, I'm sure saying. it would suck to have But, I mean, if, if the dude's running you over with a car and everything, it would be best if he kind of goes somewhere else. Yeah, I know. Um, but that's, like, the main suspect people have is him, his, the shady father. Sounds about right. Who died two months after they would note missing. Nice. He had a bunch of, like, health issues and stuff. Karma. Well, I mean, if he did it, we don't know. Apparently, he was just not the nicest of persons. But he died two months after the family disappeared. And he was also cleared as a suspect that day because he had an alibi. 
Um, to me, that doesn't mean anything because you can hire someone else to do it for you. Especially if you have all these dealings with the mafia and stuff. You can hire someone to take out your family for you. That's what the mafia does. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. Are. Just because he was known to be somewhere that day doesn't mean he didn't do it. Okay? Sticking to that. Some other, like, theories and stuff. So, this one has to do with ghosts. We have a ghost theory here. Are you ready for the ghost theory? Hit me with it. So the family pastor claimed that the family was harassed by ghosts, both inside the home, um, all three members had seen them, as well as on the rooftop outside their windows, they could see spirits. There was a satanic Bible found inside the family home, which doesn't mean anything to me. I don't feel like that's that shady. You could also say, here's a prank gift Bible, satanic Bible. You'd probably kill me if I did that, but you know. <laughs> I wouldn't keep it. I wouldn't kill you. <laughs> you wouldn't kill me if I brought a satanic Bible in the house? No, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't stay. go out of the house. <laughs> you wouldn't tell me. But there was a satanic Bible film in the house. I don't really think it means anything. They said Sherilyn was kind of spiritual, other than the fact that they all saw ghosts in the house. She would host seances with her friends. Her friends said it was kind of jokey, but she, like Sherilyn was really into it. She said that she could actually like exercise the bad spirits out of the house. She would always spray paint weird things. And before you say anything, I love spray paint, okay? But it doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It doesn't mean I'm weird. But she would spray paint, like, the words, witches don't like their black cats killed on the side of their storage container they were going to live in. She would spray paint weird sayings everywhere. And uh, her friend said, her friend Jackie said that, oh, she just wanted to make herself look crazy so people would leave her alone. I don't know if I buy that. It's kind of weird to just spray paint words like that everywhere. But she said, like, things around her were dying and she thought people were poisoning stuff. I don't know. I mean, I would have to agree with you because, I mean, from the type of person she sounds like and the things that she does, I, I don't necessarily believe that it's like a, a joke or a prank or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird thing to do for sure. I mean, I don't know. You can't really explain it. I don't really have an explanation no. for that one. Crazy lady. But who doesn't love spray paint and black hats? Those are two great things. I'll give her that. Yeah, just don't huff it. No. You know, um, I was on a brochure when I was a like a... Like elementary school kid. Oh, I'm gonna find that shit. I was on a brochure, passed out. out. You can't. It's not. It wasn't like a. It was just like for the local I'm police department. What would you do if I actually found that shit? <laughs> so where'd you grow up at? What I'm not telling you. What was your but like, I had to like pose with. Oh, my sister did it too. We had to pose with like a can of spray paint or like a can of like aerosol stuff and like act like we were dead in the driveway and they would take our picture and be like, "Don't do drugs, kids," and put us on a brochure. Oh my god. Yeah. I swear to gosh, if it was used for like the the drug awareness or prevention class that they did once a year with like McGruff the crime dog, you know that? I never that saw that dog. D R U G S thing. No, that, we like, had Dare. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that too. Well it eventually got replaced with Dare. Yeah. Oh man. Now I'm thinking back to freaking elementary school and, and, and middle school. Yeah, I'm hoping my sister was actually the one on most of the pictures for that, not me, but we'll know, who knows. I'll never, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to find it. You can't find it. It's I'm not a real thing. It. I'm going to find it. It's just a brochure. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to find it. What would you do if I found it? I don't know. I'd probably pee. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to find it. Hook me up. But yes, don't huff things. It's bad for you. But anyways, the um, next thing for like theories and stuff, there was a picture of Madison taken the day that they all disappeared on Bobby's phone. And people have conspiracies like about her face and what she's doing, like her posture and everything. Everyone's like her, fa all the family members and stuff that were survivors and like Sherilyn's mom and stuff are like, that's not her real smile. She looks so scared. Um, it, she looks just like she's talking or something. I don't know. But everyone thinks she looks so suspiciously strange and that like, it's a sign that like the kidnappers were taking a picture of the child before they were going to take the child and something went wrong and they killed him. 
to me, having a picture of a kid on a phone doesn't really mean anything. You know, people take pictures of their kid all the time. Do you want to see the picture? Sure, why not? So here is the picture. What do you think of like her posture? People said crossing your arms when you're meeting a stranger. I don't think that's what that means, but it could. I don't know. What do you see? I'm so confused at what I see. Like, it looks like she's just posing for a picture, but with the pose, it looks like she should be like leaning on a rock. But there's no right because she's crossing her arms, but they're yeah. in front of her. But her face just. Now, some people said it looks like she's about to cry. I could see that. Yeah. But kids cry. Oh yeah. I'm trying to tell if she's even dressed to actually be out in the woods. I mean, she's just wearing like a loose pink top. It kind of looks like a nighty, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It definitely looks like a nighty. But to me, this doesn't look like a child in distress. It just no, looks like a random no, picture no. of a child. But everyone's like, crossing your arms means you're meeting a stranger. She's in distress. She's not her normal that, smile. I was say, that's not even a really way that people cross their arms. It's just weird. No, but she could have been itching something. She could have been itching her arm. That's still weird. Yeah, but anyways, I don't think the picture means anything to me personally, but you can always go online and Google it. It's it's fun. <laughs> it's fun, I guess. I don't know what to say. Um, the other last theory I have for you is what Sherilyn's mom believes happened to the family, and she believes that the family was involved in a local cult. There's no proof of this cult, by the way, but she thinks they were involved in a shady cult and got themselves murdered and that they were going to give money to the cult's but wouldn't the cult have taken the money? I don't know where she got this random cult thing from, other than the fact that Sherilyn was spiritual. I mean, if the cult didn't know about the money, but I don't know anything about cults in that area, so I couldn't tell you. There is no cult in the area, apparently. I mean, according to what they say, all, not all cults are known, I guess. Um, some are just named normal religions, but <laughs> I don't know. That's Her mom believes that they were involved in a cult, and the cult murdered them, and it was like a sacrifice type deal. No, I still think, I still like my theory. Wrong place, wrong time. It was just a happy coincidence. Yeah. Because, yeah, and I mean... But like, why kill a child? For no reason. No witnesses. I guess. But they left the dog. Maybe they didn't have any beef with the dog. Maybe they didn't even know about the dog. Like the family was out stretching their legs and they just took him? Yeah. That's a possibility. Actually, that's probably more of a possibility is that, well, no, because I mean, if you're going to go on a hike... But they weren't going on a hike. They were both on disability. Well, what I'm saying it. Oh. Bobby could barely walk back in the car for 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Never mind. Because he had a back injury from a car wreck. Yeah. So I doubt they were hiking. Also, I, I guess I do have one technically more theory for you. He was cleared as a suspect, but people mention it, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you. But um, they had like a border, like a family friend kind of staying with him for a while to like save a little bit of money. And Bobby was bad around the house because he was injured and stuff. Um, and eventually one day, like, he claimed himself to be a white supremacist and hated Sherilyn because she had Native American blood. And, like, she asked him to leave. He wouldn't leave. She shot her twenty-two at his feet. He left. He was clear as a suspect, but, like, it's always a possibility that maybe he had something to do with it as well. Uh, I just think that's, just, you know, having people live in your house is just usually, like, a weird thing to do. Have you live in my house? And your two cats. Nobody knows that. They do know. Oh, great. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, but, like, random people, like, staying with you to do favors and stuff is weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I still think it's just a matter of wrong place, wrong time. Because, and the whole thing with the money and everything like that, I mean, even though they're on disability, who knows? Because they live such a minimalistic type life, um, I mean, how long were they on disability? I mean, they could have saved up this money over however many years yeah but 
I don't that know. That could have been all they had to their name that they just, for some reason, decided to carry take, with them. Yeah, take with them in cash with no, like, bank receipt or anything. Yeah. They'd also just pulled Madison out of her school. They didn't like her school. They were going to start homeschooling her. I feel like that just leans more towards the side of them being outdoorsy and want to live off the grid, kind of. Yeah, so maybe they... I, see, I don't know. Um, I don't think it was... I mean, yeah, I really just think it was just a wrong place, wrong time. What if they saw something they shouldn't have seen? They're like, oh, gotta take him out. Like, there was a drug deal going on, and they saw it. In the middle of the woods? or well, Yeah, in the middle of the woods. Right. Well, actually, no, because they wouldn't have gone in the middle of the woods, because obviously... It was on a road. And stuff. So, yeah, right next to a road? Yeah, it was on a road. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, apparently it wasn't populated, because they left the dog in the car for eight days, and no one found it. So, yeah. you could do a drug deal back there, I'm sure. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it, <laughs> but, you know. Honestly, I don't know what to believe in this case. I really... At first, when they were just disappeared a couple years ago, I thought she killed them and stuff. But when they found their bodies upside down, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I feel like if it was any of the family doing it, they would have killed the dog, too, or left the dog at home. Why would you bring the dog or, with you? Or, I mean, if it was, I mean, at least let the dog go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm glad the dog's okay. Glad the dog's okay. Family, I have no idea what happened to him. Yeah. Um, but thank you for joining me for today's episode. Yeah, absolutely. I'm here all the time. You don't have a choice. Nope. <laughs> this is our thing. Oh, I always have a choice. Well, that's true. All right. I choose you. Thank you. Pikachu. <laughs> and all of you. No homo. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>